snap it, and it's Trey Burton who throws caught. Foles, touchdown. He goes. It's Hester. Inside the 30. Hester's going to take it all the way for a touchdown. You're listening to the Pigskin Project, the world's number one football podcast. Now with more insights on all things football, here are your hosts, Ben Hansen and Ryan Matthews. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pigskin Project, where my mic is falling down. Anyways, um, so, huge week. As you can tell by the title, we've got a lot of injuries that we'll cover in weekly news. Um, we don't really have as much news as far as headlines this week, um, there's a couple, but not really too much. Um, but Ben, as always, how you doing, buddy? Uh, yeah, I'm doing good. Um, my allergies, for some reason, are absolutely off the charts. Like, I have been good all day, and then like 30 minutes before we started recording, of course, for some reason, I've been in the house and my allergies have just decided to wreak havoc on my nasal cavities. Um, so I will do my best to um, sneeze uh, with a muted mic. I apologize ahead of time. Um, and if you guys see me like pop off camera real quick, that's just because I'm popping off camera to blow my nose. I'll be back in like five seconds. I just don't want to be blowing my nose on camera. So I'm just giving you guys that uh ahead of time but no uh things are things are good man um i got a lot going on might be whipping up a fantasy football trade mid draft or like like mid podcast um it's already like put through but i don't know why we haven't like sent it to one another so but yeah so i'll be doing that um but how are you doing big dog um so it was an interesting week um I, I guess the rest of the week last week. So um, it was lots of fun. Um, so I, I wasn't at football this past week because I was out of town um, for a concert to help celebrate my birthday. Um, and I'll be completely honest with you. Like, you know, it's it's tough. And normally I don't really speak on such a big stage about this as well. But um, yeah. it's it's tough when you know you're you're coaching a team and you're not winning as much as you thought um and so because of that like you know it gets frustrating from time to time but it's okay um but it was just a nice little step away from that to be able to not worry about it from you know the entirety of the day you know what i mean um so you know it was it was a good escape and i and i spent the day you know with with caitlin as well which was awesome um you know going in and you know, just going to a concert and stuff like that. Um, honestly, I mean, I spent way too much money there as well. Um, so, you know, my plans for the weekend kind of <laughs> tarnished. Yeah, dude, it's ridiculous. I know. I mean, I know that you haven't done it yet because you're not 21. But like, if you ever go to a concert, like, 
don't get that much alcohol because <laughs> it's like twelve dollars a beer. That's how it is even at sporting events. It's so so like, crazy, charge you an arm it's and a leg so for like a beer, but yeah, it's it's not it's it wasn't even worth. It. The cool thing is right and. Before I say this, let me preface this by saying, like, if you're going to drink, please drink responsibly and do it yes. in a manner where you're going to plan some stuff out and everything to where you're not going to endanger yourself or others. Um, but um, really, really good drink. Um, so they make Jack and Coke in cans. And I guess I just mm-hmm. never heard about it. And so I was like, this is great. And like, I tell people about it all the time. They're like, yeah, guess what? They've had that for a while now. And I'm like, oh awesome i didn't know about it until this past summer when i was cleaning off a boat and i saw it i'm like "Hmm." it was pretty good yeah um and then i don't know i don't want to air out exactly everything that you know but anyways yeah it, it was funny though because like as much as i wanted it to be kind of like an escape from everything that i had to worry about I was sitting there like listening to the opener perform and i was like what's the score of the game yeah. <laughs> like i need yeah. to find out so Unfortunately, um, I see, here's the thing. Should I, I mean, I've been already name dropping the school that I coach for. Should I name drop the school that we played? It doesn't even matter at this point. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even think it matters. Anyways. Um, so we lost to South central 55 to 22. Um, I, so on film, it looks like we just kind of broke down. It didn't really see, seem like, I mean, we did a lot of good things, but we just couldn't get the ball rolling in the second half, and that just happened to be the name of the game. Um, however, yeah. there's a big statement week incoming. Um, so, obviously, I mean, if you've been listening along, we've been doing these little weekly reviews about the high school team before we get started. Um, and essentially, we have not won since week one, and we are five weeks into the season now. Um, so, one and four, not exactly where we wanted to be. However, um, we had our scrimmage at the beginning of the season. We called it week zero, and that was against Lake Station. Um, And Lake Station Mm. lost to us by a monumental amount. And it was just like, this is fun. Here we go. New era. (sighs) Awesome. Um, Well, we play Lake Station this week, and we've got a couple bumps, a couple bruises. But at the end of the day, it's what football's all about. And it's yes. time to figure out whether or not this week was a, or, you know, scrimmage week was a fluke or not. So it'll be interesting. And honestly, this is the perfect get right game for us if it's going to go the same way, because this is when you start that upward trend towards sectionals and things start getting colder and stuff like that. I got my, uh, my quarter zip. That's, that's like fleece on the inside. So it's there pretty you good. Go. Yes. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's going to be good, but I don't know. What do you think? Should we, should we dive right into the NFL for our weekly recap here? Yeah, yeah. So the Eagles beat the Vikings in Thursday night football 34 to 28. The Ravens beat the Bengals 27 to 24. Um the Seahawks Which, beat the Lions thir- yeah. And I'll I'll just stop you as I feel fit for an interesting game or whatnot. Um yeah. Joe Burrow like continuing to look kind of like buns um Let's see it. he said was... at some point like in the fourth quarter he like re-aggravated his calf and i'm not too worried about it because he didn't have like much of an off season because uh, he was like rehabbing his calf didn't practice mm-hmm. much he still has a calf injury i'm not super duper worried about it but like mm. it's 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 a little concerning but i talked to 
one of my assistant coaches today about Joe Burrow because he has him in fantasy, and he's like, dude, what is going on? And <laughs> it's it's every single year. Joe Burrow starts off so He starts cold, off slow, I know. And then he explodes for like 30-plus fantasy points from game to game, not like on a weekly consistent basis, but more so like he's scoring 20 a game, like for sure. Um, so it's nothing to be worried about if you're a fantasy owner, just like, I don't know if you're not feeling comfortable about it, pick up like Josh Dobbs on the waiver and then you'll find out how lucky you are to actually have Joe Burrow. Um, anyways, uh, Seahawks beat the lions 37 to 31. Um, Colts beat the Texans 31 to 20. Might I add really quick? We had a very good week for pigskin pick them and, um, yeah, just, just overall good job, buddy. You beat me by one or no. Yeah. You beat me by one. But oh, uh, or no, I'm sorry, we tied. We tied. I'm sorry. I was but gonna say up by one in the in the overall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, great job this week, man. We tied. Um Colts beat the Texans 31 to 20. Buccaneers beat the Bears 27 to 17. Chiefs beat the Jaguars 17 to 9. We knew that one was gonna be close. I mean, you know. Um, Falcons beat the Packers 25 to 24. Um, yeah. Uh Bills beat the Raiders 38 to 10. I uh-huh. want to touch on this on, on the Falcons game, and then I don't know if you already said the Chargers won, but I'll kind of just like parlay nice. them into one. And, well, there you go. Um, yeah, yeah, Titans beat the, the Chargers twenty-seven twenty-four. I was like thinking about making a video on social media about it, um, but I I'm not. Eh, I'll go more. I don't know. It. I'll go follow more TikTok for that on on the TikTok or whatnot. If you guys are following right above mm-hmm. my head, like right here, there's a TikTok we've been posting on more recently. Go and follow that. Um, but like as far as the Falcons go and as far as the Chargers go, um, I mean, I know Arthur Smith has been getting like a lot of heat recently, especially in the fantasy community in terms of his usage with Bijan. But the dude knows how to win in the fourth quarter. Um, I forget exactly where I read the stat, um, but in the first two games, he has, like, I think the point differential has been 27 to zero in the fourth quarter, yeah. like, leaning towards the Falcons. Like, he just yeah. knows how to close out games. Um, and then on the complete flip side to the game you're going to get to, um, I, I have, <laughs> yeah, um, I have absolutely no clue how Brandon Staley is still even just a head coach like in the NFL at all. Like it's absurd. The dude has like cannot win close games at all. We'll see if he can dress up as the Chargers head coach for Halloween. All right. Like I, it's just, it's, I have no clue on the absolute flip side. Like the dude just has time in and time out has showed he cannot win close games. I have no clue. He's blowing Herbert's career I thought, away, and it's just I thought frustrating that, to watch. I thought that this was a given, you know, Chargers <laughs> beating the, the Titans. I thought that this was for sure going to be something that's like, okay, no big deal. So that's I put it. them in a parlay, and watching that game back was infuriating, dude. Like, it was horrible. I'm sitting here screaming at my TV screen. You're in overtime. You have five minutes to play around with. If yeah. you have Justin Herbert, I understand that he has a great arm. But why are you going deep? They went deep for four straight or three straight plays, and then they went out. Like, just I mean, yeah. If if I'm a head coach in the NFL, and you know, God forbid, right? But anyways, um, you know, if I'm a head coach in the NFL, and it's and it's an overtime game, I'm not 
I'm looking to run my offense and and take my time because ultimately if it <laughs> yes. doesn't work, you need to burn the clock for the other team. That way they're in a two minute drill and they make rash decisions. Otherwise you give them time to run their offense and you run Derrick Henry and everything in the second possession. And then you just kick a field goal and win the game like they did. It's just that simple. If you run your offense the way that you were the rest of the game, you at least get in field goal range. It's not yes. that hard to process. It's like and like oh. and and not to like trash us and and whatnot. But if me and you are sitting on a podcast, two you know twenty something year olds, early twenty something year olds, you know, and we are able to to kind of point that out and, and figure this out. I have no clue how an NFL head coach can't figure that out. It's just, again, we'll see if he can dress up as as a Chargers head coach for Halloween, if if he's a head coach by then. And Lord knows the Chargers will let him finish out the season. But, like, if I'm him, I would say you can't even be the Chargers head coach for Halloween. Get out of here. I'm just, yeah, no, I'm just Let Calamon take over the freaking reins and just let him do his thing. Because I don't mean to sound bad. I don't mean to sound too much like an addict there, but uh, that game made me the most upset this week, and my Bears lost. And, uh, you know, it cost me $300, dude. Like, that's what I would have won. No, if the Chargers would have won, I would have won $300 total. Yeah. Anyways, uh, gambling aside, because we'll get to that here in a moment. Um, yeah. 49ers beat the Rams. What? 30 to 23. Um. Giants beat the Cardinals 31-28. Holy crap, what a collapse. It's like the Cardinals were like, let's do a lot, and then we'll just complete the tank. Like That's twice. Twice that, has happened, twice that has happened now, even against the Commanders. Again, Roger Goodell called them up and was like, hey, we'll give you the first overall pick if you lose this game. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it this week, but I almost want to say, like, bet the over on total points for the Cardinals games. I know that they're playing the Cowboys this week, and it wouldn't make sense. But like next, yeah, week, no, not this week. <laughs> they're, they're playing the 49ers. I'm sorry. No, but, or no, the next week they're playing the 49ers. So, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, going for Bengals Cardinals, why not? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'd say bet the over because why not? Um, anyways, yeah, Jets lost to the Cowboys, 30 to 10. Kind of called that one. Um, Commanders beat the Broncos, 35-33. Um, that one gives my bears a little bit of hope next week. I'm excited. Um, Dolphins beat the Patriots 24, 17 saints beat the Panthers and an absolute crap shoot of a game 20 to 17. Um, and then Steelers beat the Browns in another crap shoot of a game 26, 22. Um, so yeah, buddy, we'll, we'll get to why you side there here in a second. Um, but for now, um, yeah. let's go ahead and get to our next segment. Ryan and Ben bring you weekly news. All right. So um, Bears safety Eddie Jackson and Bears wide receiver Darnell Mooney left with injuries, however, are expected to return this week. This is just a big injury recap just because there's really only three headlines we have to talk about. Um, Lions running back David Montgomery left with a thigh injury. I believe he had to get carted off the field. So anybody that's a Jameer Gibbs (laughs) fantasy owner, um, Uh, I don't know about that, pal. 
They really? like have came out and kind of said that they're going to split it 50-50 between Jameer Gibbs and Craig Reynolds. Which we'll is like, if you're a Jameer Gibbs owner, you're like, why are we doing this? But, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, Packers guard Elton Jenkins was ruled out with a knee injury and is believed to have suffered an MCL sprain. Um, Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson left with a concussion. Ravens wide receiver OBJ left the game with an ankle injury. Um not surprised there, honestly. The man's just so injury prone. Yeah. Um, Raiders wide receiver Devontae Adams was evaluated for a concussion. Dolphins wide receiver Jason or Jalen Waddle left with a concussion as well. Um, Giants running back Saquon Barkley suffered an ankle injury and it's expected to be an ankle sprain, but they didn't place him on IR. They said that he was going to be about a game by game decision. Um, and they're ruling him out for Thursday night. However, um, I you know, I'm a fantasy owner of Saquon Barkley, and I say shut him down for the next four games if you're you smart. Trade him? Um, I will, absolutely. Yeah, let me – no, not to you. No, I'm sorry. You don't have anybody – you don't have a running back that could swap it out. It's okay. It's fine. I, hey, I have plenty of running backs, right? Yeah, it's I just they're all injury of, prone. You let, can give, for those of you yeah, that don't you understand – You can have Joshua Kelly, pal. You want Joshua Kelly? that don't understand how bad Ben's fantasy luck is like Dude, just to sum it all up in just to sum it up in one transaction and, and keep in mind, there's been like about seven of these um, just to sum it up in one transaction. If you were a listener last year, I literally traded Ben Brian Robinson 12 hours before he got shot. So got I mean, shot. yeah, that and should like, that should tell you you'll, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll get right to it. Nick Chubb. Yeah. Um, I traded for Javante him Williams, on, yeah. on on Thursday. Traded for him on Thursday. And obviously, like, I can't stress this enough. Like, we are praying for him and his family yeah. and his recovery. Fantasy aside, is, humanity. Yeah. yeah. Like, 100%, like, we're, we're worried about, like, him as a human and whether he can play football or not. But in terms of fantasy, I traded for him on Thursday. And then he got hurt on Monday. Um, last year I had Jonathan Taylor and Javante Williams. Um, the year before that I had like JK Dobbins. He popped his Achilles. Uh, I traded for, you know, Brian Robinson. He got shot. And then like going <laughs> way, way back, I got, I had CMC in his second year when he tore his ACL. And even yep. the year before that, I took Todd Gurley in his second year when Todd Gurley messed up his knee for the first time. Like I it, like year after year after year, I do not know what it is with like my luck with fantasy running backs. Like they will get hurt. City of Cleveland, I'm sorry, the Nick Chubb injury is absolutely on me. He was gonna get hurt as soon as I traded for him. I take full responsibility for that. But like in all seriousness, again, we hope he's okay. Um, more than anything, I'm not even focused on football. I mean, this is the second time he really messed up that same knee. Dude, I just hope he can live with Montgomery life. as so, well. You yeah, also have and I have Dave Montgomery. So, like, yeah. So, if you're a Tyler Algier or Joshua Kelly um, fantasy owner, you might want to bench him this week because, you know. Because they're going to get hurt. Um, yeah. Um, anyways, so for those of you that didn't pay attention to the news today in the league, no matter if you're a Bears fan or not, this was just insane. This was wild. Follow. I was in like a meeting when all this was going down, and I was like, "This was so confused." 
Well, let me just get these two points out of the way really quick. Kareem Hunt finally signs with a team, and he just literally just returned to the Browns. Like, yeah, screw it. off, pal. But yeah, anyways, um, yeah, I claimed him on fantasy before Ben. I I shouldn't have said anything yesterday. I was like, oh no, I'm gonna say something, and no one's gonna take him. But I I texted Dude. in our group chat, and I was like, wow, I'm surprised Kareem Hunt hasn't been signed by the Browns yet. And then after I said that, I'm like, I'm gonna put in a waiver claim for him. And then I'm like, I probably shouldn't have said that because now someone's gonna steal him from me. Nah. It wasn't even sure that because it's funny. Snake a snake. I li- I literally placed the claim like maybe five minutes before you texted me that too. I was like, mm-hmm. with all these running back injuries, he's bound to get signed by somebody, and it just so happened to be the Browns. So anyway, speaking of running backs, Cam Akers just traded to the Vikings for a 2026 pick swap. Big whoop. <laughs> um, by the way, sorry, Alexander Madison guys. But anyways, bear stuff. Yeah. Um. So to start the day off, right. Uh, or I guess a week. Um, so, Alan Williams, the uh, the defensive coordinator for the Bears, um, did not go to the Tampa Bay game for personal reasons. Um, his house was then, yeah, he his house was then raided um, this past weekend due to, I mean, just overall, I'm not entirely sure what was going on, just because we've only been given limited information about this situation. Um, and then after that, um, what happened? Uh, let's see. So there were rumors that Hallis Hall also got swatted, but that was false. Um, that didn't actually happen. And it, it, this whole situation was not actually handled by the league in general. This was strictly just an internal investigation. And, um, as a result, um, the only reports that have come out about why he got raided, and the extent of why everything happened the way it did is just like literally the only information we're given is that it's pretty bad. Um, I've heard a lot of different stuff. Um, I'm not the only thing that I could say just because yeah. we are kind of like a PG podcast um, for any adults listening here. The only thing that I could kind of relate this to is like a less broadcasted jared from subway um so you know this is like kind of the situation here unfortunately um that's at least what the rumor is and the bears have essentially um they put out like a one sentence statement about alan williams resigning as defensive coordinator um alan williams said that he's taking time off to be able to, you know, make himself healthy and make his family healthy as well. But multiple league sources that I have read have said that this man probably will not um, coach again in, yeah. in the NFL ever again. Um, so because of that, the extent of what legal ramifications are going to follow, um, it's a pretty bad and unfortunate situation for him because any coach's dream is to go on to the NFL and, and be able to be on the biggest stage and do something like that. And, he got there. It's just unfortunately, sometimes with people uh, with power comes bad consequences of of their actions as well because it just goes to their heads. So um, we'll see how the Bears are. Obviously, you know they play the Chiefs this week, um, so we'll see how that game I, goes. But you know, I absolutely oh, there's also I'm, more. But anyway, oh, I like I'm like a way unrelated note. Something that we never like cleared up. Um, yeah. I'll let you finish whatever you're talking about if there's more because this is something this is something that goes way back like a year ago that 
yeah. we now have more clarification on that we never cleared up. But yeah, so um, another thing. So a lot of the headlines today was focused on Justin Fields as well. Um, <laughs> so we'll get to it after this, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Secret um, anyways. Yeah. So anyways, um, so Justin Fields was talking to the press, you know, about basically, you know, what went wrong in Tampa um, and how he felt and stuff like that. And he said that he feels robotic. Um, he feels like he's not playing his own game and everything. And he just kind of needs to relax and go through his progressions and everything like that. And they were like, why do you think that that happened? And he said, coaching. And so because of that, the media blew up and, and essentially it was just like, holy crap. Like Justin Fields just confirmed everything that bears media has been saying. Like, you know, it's, it is the coaching. It is Luke Getze, like blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, ultimately just the bears as a whole, you could tell, and it's been confirmed by several league sources that the front office is furious, by the way. Um, Ben, I don't know if you knew this part or not, but, um, after the week one loss to the Packers, um, the, the front office, including, um, George McCaskey, Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus held a, um, a a meeting together and Uh Matt Eberflus looked shell shocked afterwards. And so the fact that they lost this next week, Alan Williams gets, you know, demoted and everything. Eberflus tells the press that Fields can call an audible if he feels, you know, so inclined to do so. Um, You know, he also says that Luke Getze calling the same play three times in a row was actually a good call, stuff like that. Um, You know, so everything just looks like a complete and utter dumpster fire. So me as a Bears fan, I'm like, oh, great. It's going to be one of those. But, um. Anyways, so Fields goes and talks to the press about it, maybe like literally in the midst of this whole Alan Williams debacle, and he's furious. He's like, I understand you guys need clicks, and I understand that's what your guys' job is about, but like you guys completely took that a different way than I actually intended it, so I need to clear the air. He was like, I, I did not mean to call out my coaches in any way. I will never do that. I will never call out a coach or a teammate or anything like that. He said that anything – as far as bad play, he's going to put on himself. He was like, even if it's a drop pass or something, he's like, the ball shouldn't have been there. Stuff like that. And like cleared up all you want afterwards. That's not what he said. And that's not what he said in the moment. And we all knew what, whether he wants to claim he didn't mean it a certain way. Yeah. You it was kind of certain way. And, and the thing is too, a lot of the comments regarding that said, like he just got yelled at for sure. Um, so all of this, all of this, yeah, all of this happened, uh, for the most part today. And guess what? Today is Ryan Poles' birthday. So happy birthday, GM. This is a great way to kick off that new year for you. That's unbelievable. But anyways, um, that'll do it for weekly news. Ben, what did you want to say? Well, clear up. Yeah. So for clarification and then. You'll kind of see why. I think it's just like break the monotony. I told you that I had a surprise segment that I wanted to do for you that you don't know no much idea. about. Yeah. Um, so I want to do that before we do pickums. It just feels like a good spot, especially since you just talked about the Bears. Well, Obviously, my surprise segment for you is going to be about the Bears. Um, yeah. But I don't think we ever cleared this up. And stop me if I'm wrong. Um, I had no clue why I was thinking about this. Um but there was, there's been some more like light and clarity shined on the Dwayne Haskins situation. Um, so the original reports when um, 
he passed was that he was training uh, down in Florida and that he was running and then he got like ran over. And that's, you know, how the accident happened. Uh, But now that's not the case. Have have you seen this? I have not. No. Okay. So this is not like there's a lawsuit about it. Like this is like a big thing. Like this is confirmed like what actually happened. I guess he went out clubbing the night before um, and he met some people there. He hadn't really like met before. And he's like, you know, these guys are like really cool people. I'm going to continue to hang out with them. Um, But then I guess they slipped something into his drink, trying to hope to get the Rolex off of his wrist. Um, But then he realized like, you know, like this is a real like shady situation. He wasn't like completely drugged. He was sort of kind of half with it. Um, So then he went to like leave and I guess they were like chasing him. Like, so he got out of his car to like escape and get away from them. And then it was at that point that the people chasing him who drugged him and tried to steal his watch, like ran him over and ended up. Wow. So that's like kind of the new situation that um, there's a lawsuit about and everything, which just makes the situation look like way even worse. Um, This information came out like a month ago at this point. Uh, But if you guys haven't seen it, that's kind of what's happened. Um, Like we said, when everything happened again, you know, we just hope the grieving process for the Haskins family, you know, we just hope they get their closure and whatnot. But um, that just made it even worse from what we even originally thought. So that's that's horrible. Yeah. Just when you thought that you had um, what's the clarity of the situation and, and came to that conclusion for yourself, um, it just gets worse. So definitely send yeah. prayers their way um, on a happier note. Um, who's ready to I, I'm assuming that this is about the Bears because you said that it's about the Bears. So yeah. let's let's liven some things up here after yes. that sad note by hope- making me just irritated here. Hope Kyle is still here. I see that there's two people watching. Yeah. Hopefully Kyle's one of them. Um, because this is gonna be like um oh, a nice little fun like game show. It's only take like five minutes. Um, this is awesome. something we've done, something we did like last year. Um, and again, I saw this on TikTok. I forget who like did it or whatnot, but it's gonna be would you rather with Justin Fields? This is going to be fun, and I feel like my answers would have been completely different if we had this conversation like a month ago. Um, we're going to start off just right off the bat with the one that when I said, I hope Kyle is here. Would you rather have Justin Fields or Jordan Love? Oh, Justin Fields for sure. I don't care. I'm 100% on the other side of the, like, other side of the boat there. I'm taking – I am taking Jordan Love. Jordan Love has played two games and has looked better as a passer than Fields has ever looked. Dude, uh, let me just say this. I'm so sick, and I understand. Like, he's had a great start. Don't get me wrong. He's had a fantastic start to his to his starting quarterback career. Um, I'm I'm happy for, for Packers fans for that reason, just because um, wow, I know wow. how Clip it feels. It. Clip it. Clip it. He said he was happy for Packers fans. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I'll I'll take this to uh, on a on a respectful, um, mature level here. He he's he's a pretty decent starting quarterback right now, and he's off to a good start. Um, I for one, I think that you know it for one, he's without his number one wide receiver, and the wide receiving core right now isn't really all the greatest. Um, mm. That O line, I mean, ultimately. I, I love that O line. I think that you know, in terms of pass protection, they do a fantastic job. 
um, you know, you look at week one, um, unfortunately, he had like no and, pressure. And, and I'm just giving you a heads up too, by the way. I have like 12 to 15 names. So you, yeah. you go into depth as much as you want, but I have 12 yeah. to 15 names. So you know That's like fine. how this is going. I'm I'm ultimately just wanting to say like he's he's it's a great start. I think that the media is overhyping it very much so far, saying that he's like the next Packers Hall of Fame quarterback, blah blah. Like let's pump the brakes a little bit. Okay, we can have that conversation around like week seven or week eight if this man's still performing to that level. Um, but right now I'm like, all right, hold on a minute, like calm down because this is how people get let down. Because um, like you know, right now he's faced the bears and the Falcons, which how are they doing so far? Like, I understand the Falcons won that game. And like, I understand, like I, I was, I was a little bit higher on them for making the, the, the you know, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, no, I, I mean, they, they made some upgrades and I think that the Falcons are, you know, decent at best as far as their team. Um, this, but ultimately I feel like, you know, we still have yet to see what he can do. <laughs> Um, the Packers play the Saints this week, and I'm looking forward to seeing Jordan Love perform against them because that secondary yes. is pretty tough. Um, so, I mean, ultimately, I'm I'm sticking with Fields here just for now because I I don't think that Love has proved enough, and Fields is my guy, and it's I, I'm not ready. I'm not ready yet. So, okay, Anthony Richardson or Justin Fields. I'm saying fields for right now as well. I think I think Richardson okay. can do better. I'm taking um, Richardson. Oh dear God. Okay. I think Richardson already in two weeks have looked better as a passer than what Justin Fields has as well. So I'll I'm have to look Richardson. at I'll have to look at his film and everything. I know that there's film studies. Um I, I've been watching a lot of the QB school uh videos it's, as JT's far as fields. Great at what he does. And yeah, so I mean, if you guys haven't, like, please check that out. Um, we'll get into the fields, stuff like that. Um, I have a couple notes from the video that I kind of wanted <laughs> to share on the podcast, but um, I kind of want to go through this a little bit quicker. But yeah, Anthony Richardson, I we'll we'll see about him. I think that down the road he could be better. Um, okay. he's an athlete, man. He's a very physical guy, and we knew that from the scouting combine. So I'm I'm excited to see what he can do just because I'm kind of like a closeted Colts fan right now. <laughs> You're gonna um, I know where you're going with this one, and you should probably know where I'm going with this one. Uh, Bryce Young or oh, Justin Fields? Yeah, Bryce Young started off so slow, and um, so I'm picking Fields here again. You know where um, I'm going with this one. I'm picking Bryce Young. Or, or, uh, yeah, Bryce Young. Um, that comes as no shock to you. I think Bryce Young – you know how I feel about Bryce Young. I don't know if everyone on the podcast does, but I was kind of in the boat that like it's gross. no matter what they did, whether they traded it away and stuck with Justin Fields or they kept it and traded away Justin Fields and got Bryce Young. I was in the boat that I don't think they could have gone wrong with either one because I thought Bryce Young was a better passer. So I don't like it. I don't think um, that he performed well at all these last couple weeks. I don't think that he's. I think that I think that one, Carolina fans should be panicking right now. But anyway, first one that we well, it's funny that you say that because you look at how freaking Justin Fields has performed. Anyways, um, first oh, one I think we're going to go on CJ Stroud or Justin Fields. Really, oh, I am, this is the first one where I'm picking Justin Fields. Well, CJ Stroud has had a pretty. St- Strong start as well. I will pick Fields here as well. 
Um, but I feel like CJ Stroud in this offense would be really cool to see. Um, you know what I mean? I think that, you know, when you have, what is it? Tank Dell is, yeah. is one of his top receivers right now. Like Nico dude, Collins. Nico Collins. Yes. That's the other guy. Yeah. I, I mean, dude, like okay. <laughs> you can't, I you can't expect a rookie to do it. Yeah. Sam Howell or Justin Fields. Dude, Sam Howell's a Sam Howell has looked good. Sam yeah. Howell has been balling though. Which, like, <laughs> yeah. if yeah. you heard this from face value a month ago, everyone would have been like Justin Fields. But like Sam yeah. Howell has like been balling. I'm gonna pick Justin Fields because yeah. Sam Howell has not done it. But like, mm-hmm. I mean, Sam Howell, baller. Dude, let me just say this really quick. And I know that we're about halfway through your your list or whatever. But like, all yeah. of these guys that you've named have plenty of upside. So like. Yeah. You know, I, I'm well, looking then, forward to seeing what every one of these guys can do, but right now I'm picking Justin Fields so far. Okay. Yep. Um, and now we're getting into oops, sorry guys, kind of the more like um cemented guys. I'm picking like guys I think you can make an argument for. Like obviously yeah. I'm not gonna throw in Joe Burrow or Patrick Mo. Like that's boring. We yeah. all know where we're going with that. Um Jared Goff or Justin Fields. How old is Jared Goff again? Uh, I'm are you just taking skill, not not? Yeah, yeah. Like just right now, like for the next year or two. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this segment as who would I feel more confident about going into this week against the Chiefs at starting quarterback field for the next two blah, weeks. Blah, blah. Uh, okay, you can do that too if you want. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say Jared Goff. Uh, yeah. This man took a team to a Super Bowl. This one's this one's plain and simple. All right. I don't think this, they should have been in that Super Bowl. I think the Bears should have been in that Super Bowl, but it's whatever. You know, screw you, this Cody Parkey. Is, this one's a this one is an interesting one, and then there's two more that I find like super duper interesting that I really think can be split 50-50 either way. And you're not gonna like to hear it, but this one's way closer than what you think it is. Daniel Jones or Justin Fields. I hate Daniel Jones. I know, but it's passion. so much closer than what you think it is, pal. No, I know. Statistically, hey. absolutely. And I understand. I'm out of pure hatred for Daniel Jones, I'm picking Justin Fields. I, I mean, I just hate this man's game. Uh Daniel Jones makes me want to throw up every time I see him on a primetime game. It's just because yeah. like I understand like this man can easily throw for 300 yards and like no interceptions and have a great rushing game. Or yeah. he could go off for like three interceptions and a touchdown and like 175 yards. Like yeah. there's no <laughs> in between. Um, this man's trash. And I'm picking fields just because of that. I'm picking $40 fields, million dollars a year. I am leaning. I'm picking fields, but I am leaning 51 to 49 fields. Like That's I think fine. it's close. Um, yeah, well, the Bears didn't spend $40 million a year and extend this turd so far. So, like, Daniel Jones is trash. Derek, Derek Carr and Justin Fields. Ooh. Yeah. Um, See, Derek Carr has qualities that I don't like, but I also think that there are qualities that I do like from Derek Carr that I want Fields to establish. Um, You know, like throwing the ball away when the play is not there. Carr that sounds great. Way. I, I think I'm going – I'm leaning car as well, but it's about maybe a 60-40 right now. So the next two – I so the next one I think is a really fun debate, and then the one after is going to get you heated, but I'm just going to be spitting facts. Uh, the next one, though, Ky, a healthy Kyler Murray or Justin Fields? Kyler Murray. He's a play. Yeah, he's I'm, a I'm, I'm taking a healthy Kyler Murray. He's super short, and that, like, makes me laugh, and it's kind of irritating. Yeah. But, like, you know, Kyler Murray, I mean, that's, you know. 
I think you Fields need to could go brace up. yourself for this. You could, you're you're probably maybe leading. You you might not already know what it is. It's gonna be a quarterback that was drafted in his draft class. I think it was in his draft class. I think you already know where I'm going with this one. Mac Jones. Oh, Mac Jones. Or Justin Fields. (laughs) Dude got pitched last year. We have not been a Mac Jones podcast. As of right now, I am taking Mac Jones over Justin Fields. And that hurt to say. That hurt me to say. I didn't want to say it. But right now, the way Justin Fields has looked, um, I have one more after this one. The one more after this one is going to be a little bit more of a consensus pick. But then I want to make like a grandiose Justin Fields statement, and then we can wrap up the segment. But Mac Jones or Justin Fields? Let me preface this by saying Fields should be better. Uh-oh. But Mac Jones is better. As of right now, I think Mac Jones can read a defense a lot better than Fields can, and I think that he goes through his progressions <laughs> a lot quicker. Um, yeah. he's, he's had a strong start to his 2023 campaign. Um, it's tough to not pick Mac Jones right now, um, but but second half 2022 season fields versus this Mac Jones, I'm taking 2022 fields for sure. It it just sucks how fields is like different now because of coaching. Like everybody knows it's coaching, so that's why everybody took his press conference comments the way that they did. Yeah. Like everybody knows this man's coached to. He's had Matt Nagy and Luke Getz like. Okay, I think we're going to both agree um, on this last one. And then again, I want to make my statement Um, Tua or Daniel Jones or Tua or Justin Fields. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Tua. like, dude, I I know it's just health. It's, it's literally just health. That's the only obstacle. Like, I know that it's Tua. It's gotta be Tua. Tua's like a, a healthy Tua right now is um for sure an mvp candidate it's just it's just blatantly obvious like his wide receiver core and everything he's he's developed his arm i remember talking to you about this like on the podcast like oh Tua can't throw down field but now he can like it's it's it'll be okay (laughs) dolphins fans as long as he doesn't get hit too hard like you'll be fine um two on that dolphins team yeah two on that dolphins team makes them a super bowl contender anybody else as far as like backups go, like Dolphins are bottom of their division almost. <laughs> they're, 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 they're actually two more. I forgot. Um, yeah. Russ or Justin Fields. Dude, Russell Wilson hasn't looked that bad. Like he's, no, he's kind of a little bit. Good, which I'm not surprised. I'll pick Russell Wilson here. Um, uh, as, as would I. Um, actually, yeah. there's now there's two more. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, Lord, dude. Come on. Th- th- I, I, it's just really minutes. fun. Uh, I find this fun. Kenny Pickett or Justin Fields? Oh, dude. Screw small hands, Pickett, dude. That made a bust. <laughs> okay, I'm on the same page. Like, I know this one should be harder for me, but I'm still just completely out on Kenny Pickett. Um, and then this one, I, at one point, I would have said this one is easy. You know I do not like this guy at all. Uh, he's been playing good down there in Tampa Bay. Baker Mayfield <laughs> or Justin um, Fields. I mean, which is Dude, just wild. Okay. I have just, to have this conversation because I'm not a Baker guy, but he's been killing it. Can I opt out? I don't want to answer nope. this question. Mm-hmm. Got to answer this one. This is the last one. Uh, this is the last one. Yeah, I'll I'll say, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Ooh, I'm taking Baker. I'm taking Baker, and I'm not. Let a me Baker just say this. Guy. 
I'll say Baker for right now, but that's I, I don't want to make a Fields comment yet because he will be better at some point. But yeah. what I will say is I find it hilarious that they're paying Deshaun Watson a fully guaranteed contract to be worse than Baker Mayfield ever yeah. was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, they literally right. could have just kept Baker Mayfield. But anyway, so ready to move on. Here's no, my you. grandiose statement about Fields, um, and then we can move on. Um, I have now came to the conclusion. Um Justin Fields has a chance to be a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. But I have also come to the conclusion that it will not be on the Bears. He will never I just ever and, and I hate and I hate it, but he will never reach his potential on the Bears. And it just I will just not happen. Have, I cannot have and, anything nice. I can't. It's never going to happen. It's I, it's literally the coaching staff. This team is just I, I, so incompetent when it comes to hiring people that could develop a guy that like, you know, what? Yes. you know, what's so crazy as a high school coach. Right. We do this in high school and they should be doing this in the NFL. When you coach a team, you need and especially if you have a quarterback that's competent enough to like throw it downfield and like have a skill set. Maybe you should coach to their skill set. Instead of making them, forcing them into your scheme, maybe you should scheme around them. Stop letting your ego around it. They've had Getsy and they've had Nagy do the literally the same exact thing. You know how simple it is for Fields to like turn him into that top 10 quarterback? Like help him go through his progressions and help him rate a defense. That's what you need to coach him on and then roll him out of the pocket. Like if it's not there, he will roll out. He's quick. He can get you the first down, or if not, he'll get you a couple yards on a play-action play. But I've been screaming at my TV the last couple years of just play-action. It's not that hard. Like, I don't know what pocket passer. I have an idea. Let's make him a pocket passer. Are you stupid? Like, really? <laughs> I, I just can't. I can't. It's like, going to hurt understand. when the Bears take Caleb Williams number one overall. And here, here's my prediction. Fields will either be a Falcon, a Buccaneer, a Seahawk, or a Raider. That's the four teams. Next year, that's going to be, be one of the four teams he's going to suit up for. I would love to see him in a Falcons uniform. Like that is the number one team I want to see him. Like he's from for. Georgia. His family's in Georgia. It makes but sense. his family's in Georgia. That offense was just would be going absolute crazy in the run game. Um, like I'm not ready so to let go, that, dude. That's where I and I know, but I think that's where I'm at now. I Justin Fields will never reach his potential with the Bears, and that is because of the coaching staff. And I think if they fire the coaching staff this year, they're also going to be getting rid of Justin Fields. They're going to let whoever the new coaching staff person is come in, pick his quarterback, and um. Yeah, my that that's my I, conclusion. He's he's just just, never going to be that guy in Chicago. I think he's going to go somewhere else. He's going to perform a little bit better, and it's going to be hard to watch. And I'm not even a Bears fan. I I will say this um, about Fields, right? So QB that's school. No if you haven't, if you literally have not seen this video, please go before you tweet about him. Before you go ahead and comment somewhere and think that you know, please go to QB school and watch the film yes. and be at least have a little bit of an educated background before you make a comment on them. Right. Um, I watched it and I have a couple comments to make. So um, through an hour and a half worth 
of QB school film from Tampa Bay alone, right? The first week was just an absolute crapshoot, right? Like Fields made a couple mistakes there too. It's fine. Um, but an hour and a half, I counted four plays where Fields needs to, uh, where Fields made the mistake. It was on Fields. The rest of it was O-line. The rest of it was play calling. The rest of it was lack of playbook knowledge. And then literally just early season growing pains with a two-year quarterback, technically three. You know what I mean? Some people say, like, you can't do that. But, like, I am. You know what? Like, this man didn't really have a rookie year. Like, he had no naggy. He was injured for majority of it. Or he just got sat. Like, the the man didn't have a rookie year. He's in a second year in an established offense in a second straight year starting quarterback. Like, the dude is just going through growing pains. Um, If the coaching staff literally just gets their head out of their butt, they can literally just, like, they can turn this team into a wild card contender. Like, I'll just go ahead and come out and say that. However, because they have such a big ego and they aren't willing to go ahead and do that, that's why we have a problem. Um, But, you know, not only that, Chase Claypool, I've sat here and advocated for him for about a year now, okay? The Bears have yet to win a game, and it's been almost a full year since they've won a game. It was the last one against the Bears and the Patriots, and they literally have not won a game since they've traded for Chase Claypool. The man has had the playbook for almost a full year now, and he's still messing up. And you will see it if you watch quarterback school. You'll see there's a route where the um, the outside routes go in, and they go in a curl, okay? And then the inside routes, it's like a bunch formation, right? Um, on the inside routes, they've got outs, okay? So it's literally such a simple concept where inside guys go out, Outside goes, go in. And then it's like, yeah. boom, that's it. Well, then on the left-hand side, when you've got Chase Claypool and you've got Darnell Mooney, both of them run a curl. When I mean, DJ Moore hasn't had the playbook as long as Claypool has, and he grasped it easier. Like, at this point, <laughs> this is strictly just user error. Like, literally yeah. just do it. Skill gap, so, <laughs> Yeah, and so because of that, just Claypool's yeah. been an absolute bust. Um, at this point, I'm furious. I think that, you know what, screw it. Why are we doing Alty Scratch for Equinemia St. Brown when this is literally our best run block? Another speaking of running block, this is my last comment before we have to move on. Um, run blocking, right? This is huge, especially if you're going to be doing designed run plays for Justin Fields because he's quick. Why are we motioning a guy out <laughs> and removing him from the play? Because you're getting I, rid of one run block. You've got one. I'm not, I'm not quite there with you on that one. I don't mean you had You'll an outside see. conversation. Please I understand. Just you're just trying video. to get one guy away from that side of the play if they're playing. No, there. I understand. Yeah. But anyways, you'll see. Please watch this video. We're, we'll move on and we'll check back in with everybody um, next week when the Bears try to play the, the Chiefs. But anyways, <laughs> um, let's go ahead and move on to our next They say winning isn't everything, and that may be true in some cases, but right now, let's make some money. It's time for pigskin payout. All right, so um, this I do have a comment before you get started for this week, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, so for those who don't know, again, technically not 21 yet. Well, I don't want to say technically I am not 21 yet. I still have to wait like another month and a half or whatnot, but there's a beautiful thing called prize picks. Um, I'm 18. I can totally do that. 
I am livid. I placed a prize pick. Um, Ryan, you know this. I mm-hmm. placed a prize pick six. Uh, it was a six parlay, uh, 10 to win, 250. Yeah. Um, uh, four of the or five, five of the six of them were in the noon slate. Bam, hit easy. The last one was a Brandon Ayuk or George Kittle anytime score. I needed one of them. I'm like, easy. I'm going to get the 250. Er, nope. nope. I was livid. I was like, you're kidding me. And there was like three separate times Ayuk was wide open and Purdy just threw an absolute pumpkin. Um, and then the other one, I don't know if you saw this one. Um, I did a college parlay and it was a four. Three of them hit. The fourth one was Colorado's running back, Dylan Edwards, to go over like 57 and a half rushing yards. He had 56 rushing yards. I was so... That's horrible. Hit and struck out this week on prize picks, but anyways. Um, Picks can pay out last week. Um, So week one, we went two for five, but week two... Uh, we went four for six, so um, pretty good. The only ones that missed were the under 49 and a half, or yeah, under 49 total, point, or total points, Vikings versus Eagles, and then the Giants minus five and a half. Everything is including um, over 45 and a half total, or 40 and a half total points, Bears versus Bucks, over 45 and a half Chargers versus Titans, and then Cowboys minus nine and a half hits. So, and as well as Seahawks plus five and a half. So, we've got some heat today. Obviously, you know, if you're watching this podcast, you know that we've got football on tomorrow and we talked about it briefly on the podcast last week. Um, I'm going to be putting in Thursday night football picks along with, you know, everything else for the the rest of it. And Ben's going to tell me whether or not I'm an idiot. So um, (laughs) anyways, Thursday night football, uh, Daniel Jones over 0.5 interceptions against the 49ers. Um, That one's a given. Um, Purdy. Over 228 and a half passing yards. Um, McCaffrey over, over 228? Yeah, 228 and a half. Yep. I, I like that one because I just think like the line is really low in terms of passing yeah. yards. It does scare me a little bit because it is the Giants. So I wonder how much of the Niners' like offense is going to be, hey, we're up big early. Let's just hand the ball off to Elijah Moore and Chris McCaffrey. Yeah. Um, but if it's like a normal Nablo game, I like that. Yeah. Um, McCaffrey over 112 and a half all purpose yards. So we're talking rushing and receiving. Um, so that's what yeah, I have I for like Thursday that. night football. Um, so really the only one that you don't like is Purdy over. That one scares me. I'm not saying I don't like it, but it scares me. Uh, but for that same reason, I like the Christian McCaffrey one. So, but yeah, it scares me a little bit, but, um, I mean, I'm not saying like, don't put it in. I hate it or anything. Yeah. Um, Sunday games. Um, I want to make sure that this is the right matchup because for some <laughs> reason I don't think it is. And it might be actually. Hold on. It what, is. Okay. what matchup are you looking at? No, nah, it is. I thought that I wrote down the wrong team, but I didn't. Um, Texans okay. at Jaguars <laughs> over 44 total points. Um, I like that one a lot. Yeah, I got um, too. I think the Jaguars need to come back weak, and the Texans have always kind of kept it close. Um, Falcons at Lions over 46 and a half total points. Um, the Falcons and Packers hit over 46 and a half last week. Um, mm-hmm. you could definitely do this with the Lions as well, especially because CJ Gardner Johnson and co- her company is out. Titans plus three and a half at Browns. 
and then Plus Cowboys. And and okay. Yeah. And then Cowboys minus 12 at Cardinals. Yeah, I like that one. The plus three and a half is the one I think that worries me the most, but scared money doesn't make money. Absolutely. Um, we're going to go ahead and move on because uh, we've got quite a few left. <laughs> we Just seconds. when you thought it was safe to play the underdog, we put you on upset alert. Don't know why I put weekly news up there. Anyways, upset alert. Um, so, yeah, I've got I've got four games. What do you think? What do you? How much do you have? Um, I have three. Okay, I'll just name them all. Uh, Chargers at Vikings. Um, let's see. I have Chargers um, at Vikings as well. Broncos at Dolphins. Um, Eagles at Buccaneers. And Bears at Chiefs. Just kidding. Honestly, yeah, I just wanted to put that one as a joke. I just thought that was hilarious. The Bears are losing this week by a lot. Just saying. Yeah, I, I'm actually more confident about the Eagles game than the last two weeks. We'll get there. Uh, I do have the tie, uh, Chargers Lions or Chargers Vikings, um, but then I have Falcons Lions. I think the Falcons, as I've talked about, um, have played better than what anyone could have expected. Um, and then I have the Titans Browns as well. So I think that game could go either way. I don't know who's considered favorite, but I think that game could go either way. So nice. All right. Let's go ahead and move on here. You think you know football? Well, prove it. This is Pigskin Pick'em. All right. So we're going to kind of breeze through this one. Obviously, we're going to give our picks and everything, but we're not going to do scores as much as we did last time just because of time restraints here. Um, and then afterwards, we just got College Corner and Weddle. So, um, thanks mm-hmm. for sticking around with us if you have so far. Um, last week, Ben, we went pretty solid. Um, so you know, going forward, all you know, overall, we went 11 and five. So, Ben, you're still up one for the for the week by week predictions here. Um, however, here so we what go. Am I, so, what am I overall? Am I 20 and 11? And I am 19 and 12. So, anyways, um, Giants at 49ers. Hold on. Now that that now that I'm it doing should the math, be it doesn't make that, I, that's that's wrong. It should be 20 and 12. And yeah, yeah, you're right. 19. I'm better math. It's all. Good. I was like so confused. I was like, the, the game doesn't add all. Uh, Giants Niners. Um, clearly the Niners not even. Yeah. Close. So <laughs> I will also take the 49ers here. Um, Falcons at Lions. Um, I think I've done some, like, I think it's all like chalk picks for me this week, which is pretty boring guys. I know. I'm sorry. Um, I'm, I'm going to have the Lions win this one, but I would not be surprised if the Falcons pull off. The I'm going Lions here as well. Um, Chargers at, Vi- at Vikings. Um, I think this is the only game where it could go like either way. Um, I don't know who's considered the favorite in this one, but I'm going to say the Chargers are going to win this. All right. I am also going Chargers here. Um, Saints at Packers. Um, I'm going to have the Packers win this one. Okay. Um, I hate the Packers, so I'm going with the Saints. Um, okay. Well, there's an upset. <laughs> um, Texans at Jaguars. Uh, again, I'm keeping it chalk this week. I'm going to go Jaguars. Broncos at Dolphins. This one I feel like uh, shouldn't be as close as it, you know. Wait, why? Hold on. 
I was what? Matt. I thought we had a trade all figured out. Oh, we talked about this at the beginning. Um. Anyways, um, I'm gonna go ahead and give my prediction here. Yeah. Um. I'm going with. I'm. I guess I. Uh, I'm going to go with the Broncos. I'll go with the Broncos here. What do you think, Broncos at Dolphins? Um. I'm going. I'm. <laughs> I'm going with the Dolphins. Um. I think maybe Mike Dick, Mike McDaniel's would be fun coach of the year. Um, again, I can't bet, but um, he I think he gets the national media attention enough, and I think it seems good enough. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go with the offense. Okay. Um, Titans at Browns. Uh, Browns. They not force me to say because I'm just not. I'm do not like the Browns. Bills at Commanders. Uh, who do you like for the Titans, Browns? Browns, yeah. Okay. Uh, Bills, uh, just very clearly the Bills. But like maybe, yeah. maybe the Commanders could pull it off. I mean, <laughs> the fact that they're two and zero is wild. Like we said, Sam Howell's been an absolute dog, and that defensive mm-hmm. line is really scary. If there's like a surprise upset of the week, for me, it's the Commanders and Bills. I actually wonder what the line is for that game. It's probably like Bills, like six and a half. I don't know. Anyways, uh, Bills, but I think I wouldn't be surprised if there's a surprise upset in there. Yeah, I'm also going Bills here. Um, the next few should – ah, no, maybe not. Um, Colts at Ravens. Um, I think this game would be pretty close if Anthony Richardson is playing. He's still – like, he has a concussion, so he may or may not be playing. Um, If he's not playing, it's going to very clearly be the Ravens. I'm also going Ravens. Um, Patriots at Jets. <laughs> Uh, Patriots. Um, I'm going with the Jets here. Wow. Um, the Patriots have just looked good. Like um, they have. they're two and zero, or they're zero and two, but they've looked good. Um, yeah. So I'm going in the season where record doesn't reflect. Yeah. Um, Panthers. I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm going the Jets here. Um, Panthers at Seahawks. Seahawks. I'm also going Seahawks there. Um. Bears at Chiefs. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Cowboys at Cardinals. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Steelers at Raiders. This Sunday game helped. The Steelers helped me freaking tie it up with you um, this past week. So, uh, mm-hmm. so we're going to ride with Steelers. We're going to Steelers. All right. Um Let's see. I'm going to go with the Steelers as well. Um, have you seen how Jimmy Garoppolo is doing? I haven't paid attention to him at all. I have not paid attention. No. I was going to throw Jimmy Garoppolo in the the JF um, conversation, but that was going so long. Yeah, I I completely forgot he existed. Um, yeah, he's 3-3 three and three for 385 yards on the season. Wow, that's horrible. Anyways, um, yeah. E- yeah, Eagles at Buccaneers. I'm saying Eagles. It's the most confident I've felt. For like any yeah. game, which is like kind of wild because the Bucks are two and zero right now. But I, yeah, um, I'm also going Eagles here. I feel like that's a no brainer. Um, Rams at Bengals. This one's going to be interesting. Um, the Rams have actually looked really good. Puka, my guy. I'm gonna claim him. Anyone who listens to the podcast knows I like Puka. So again, mm. claiming Puka Nakua as my guy. Uh, but I do mm-hmm. think I know I said it last week. Think the Bengals are going to bounce back if Burrow plays. 
Um, can I do like a hinge? Like if Burrow plays, I'm going with the Bengals. Burrow doesn't play, I'm going with the Rams. Or are we just saying you have to make a pick? I say you have to make a pick here. Right, I'm going Bengals. I'm going Bengals. I'll go with the Rams here. Awesome. Okay. So that'll do it for um, picks can pick them for week three. Let's go ahead and move on. Ben, you got your own segment here, buddy. Pro football isn't the only game in town. Let's take a stroll to Ben's College Corner. Awesome. So, Ben, why don't you take the stage? Tell us about college football here for a few minutes, and then um, I will be back shortly after. Okay? Yes. Um, Livid, by the way, um, because this – I thought we had a trade that was going through – now I'm told I'm not. This is twice this week that has happened. People in the league like screwing me over. Sick and tired of. Anyways, um, last week again, as I said, there weren't like many crazy games going on. The only one that I was going to keep an eye on was the Colorado versus Colorado State game. That game was crazy, and it looked like for a minute Colorado State was actually going to win that. Uh, but Colorado did end up pulling out victorious. Um, Kind of the big thing that came out of that was the Colorado State um, safety having that cheap shot in Travis Hunter. Um, Do I think he should have been ejected? Absolutely. I'm 100% surprised he was not. Um, But then there were, like, people sending him and his family death threats and, you know, he should never play college football again and all that stuff. And I, I, I think that's just way too much. I mean, it's a sport. Was it a dirty hit? Yes, but no different than any other dirty hits that have happened. Like, at the end of the day, it's a game, and I think Dion came out and even, like, said something about it too. So, you know, props for the classiness of Dion on that one. Um, it's – that was just – that was way too much. But in terms of this week, like I said, stuff is supposed to pick up a little bit more. Um, and when I mean a little bit more, I mean a lot more. Um, Colorado is playing Oregon, which I wish they would have hoped – to like, I wish they would have like held on to that game day a little bit longer for Colorado because this would have been much, much better. Um, I think this might be the first week we see Colorado go down, which is going to be a shame because Colorado has been so much fun to watch. Um, the next one is going to be Penn State versus Iowa. These are both ranked teams. Um, as far as the Oregon and Colorado game goes, uh, Colorado's 19, Oregon is 10. So those are both ranked teams. Um, as far as another ranked matchup we have, uh, 24 Iowa versus seven Penn State. I've not really been on the Iowa train. Um, I just think they've had a pretty weak schedule and they haven't impressed me too much. Um, I do think Penn State's a little overrated, but I do think Penn State's probably going to wipe the floor with Iowa. Um, and as far as the game of the week, the game that I will be watching no matter what is going on on Saturday, Ohio State versus Notre Dame. So both top 10 ranked teams, Ohio six, Notre Dame nine. Um, and historically, Notre Dame has just not been able to win big games, especially against Ohio State. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if the new culture and the new head coach, Marcus Freeman, can kind of come in, change the culture there, and like help them win a big games that they historically have not been able to do so. Um, and to be quite honest with you, Ohio State has not impressed me through the first three weeks. Kyle McCorley has looked very spotty. Defense has not looked uh, as good as I would have hoped. Um, I think there's a hundred percent a pathway for Notre Dame to, you know, again, and, that, and this is going to be at Notre Dame. Um, there's a hundred percent a pathway that Notre Dame comes in, smashes the mouth of Ohio State football with their run game. Nodrick Estime, who's looked like the best running back in college football through the first three weeks, and just run it 
down Ohio State's throat and chew the clock and keep on chewing the clock and just win the game just because they're controlling the ball and the time of possessions leading heavy towards Notre Dame. Um, I do not know what the spread is. Um, I'm assuming Ohio State is favored. Ryan, if you want to do some behind-the-scenes stuff, I don't even know if he can hear me right now. I'm assuming he can. But if you want to do some behind-the-scenes stuff and help a brother out here and look up the line for Ohio State versus Notre Dame, he's texting me right now. Um, Ohio State versus Notre Dame, I'd love to see what that is um, because I think it would be very, very fun to see yes he can't hear me uh it'd be really fun to kind of see what the line is for that um because like i said there's definitely a pathway for that especially if kyle mccord isn't getting marvin harrison jr the ball he's done better this week for it um but it it has been a little bit of struggle those are three games i try to give you guys each and every week to watch um but in terms there are a few more ranked games going on this week uh, games I'm excited to watch, um, but not 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 quite as excited as these ones go. Um, 15 Old Miss is playing 13 Alabama. I have no clue how Alabama is even ranked 13 right now. Alabama has looked bad so far, and the only reason they're ranked 13 is because of that A, because they're the Crimson Tides. Um, they just have not looked good. And I wouldn't be surprised if Ole Miss, who's 3-0, who has a better record against – or a better record than Alabama, um, comes in and wins. I just don't think they've looked good. Uh, they had a little bit of a, quarter con- or a quarterback controversy. I have no clue why. Um, I'm blanking on the name of their starting quarterback. Um, but they, like, took him out for some reason. They tried two other guys. Nick Saban realized pretty quickly that was wrong, the starting quarterback. Um, like should be the guy that he started week one and week two. Um, and then I th- think there's another – there's two more. I think there's two more ranked games. Yes. Um, there's uh, number 11, Utah, which Utah is always just that team that likes to hang around, like the 9, 10, 11 spot. They're kind of always there but never quite with it. Uh, versus number 22, UCLA, who's kind of been a big surprise for me as far as this year goes. Because uh, I would have thought for sure after losing a guy like Zach Charbonnet, their main running back, after losing their quarterback DTR, after losing one of their better wide receivers that they've had in the past couple of years in Jake Bobo, um, would not have looked as good as what they have. But UCLA, um, and Chip Kelly specifically, has somehow found a way to to win, which is very shocking. So again, 22 UCLA goes into Utah. Uh, or goes into Utah and plays 11th ranked Utah. And then this one I just find to be really funny. Um, Oregon State is playing Wazoo, Washington State. Um, and that's at Washington State. Oregon State's 14, Washington State is 21. Um, and I just find that to be really funny just because um, these are the two teams that are like left in the Pac 12 um, that no one really wanted to take on. Um, and I find it funny because they're one of the only few teams in the Pac-12. I don't want to say that because there's a couple of Pac-12 teams that are actually ranked now. Actually, a lot of them are. But um, there's been, like, unranked Pac-12 teams like ASU and U of A, given it's a lot has to do with their basketball program and other sports and whatnot. Uh, but teams like that you know, found a home very quickly in other, like, conferences 
Um, but we have two ranked football teams right now in Oregon State and Washington State that are still both looking for homes. Um, so I just find it to be really funny. And then uh, round it out, like I said, I had Ryan do some quick research for me um, for that Notre Dame um, Ohio State game. Notre Dame or Ohio is favored by three, so it's minus three Ohio with an over under of 55 and a half points. Um, and then OSU is minus 163, Notre Dame's plus 136 for the money line there. Uh, yes. Okay. So my trade did go through. I was worried that he just stiffed me. Um, but anyways, um, I, the over on point scares me a little bit. I kind of would like Notre Dame to cover. Um, anyways, that's going to round out the segment. Um, we'll be back next week again, this week, college football actually picks up and from here on out should be good real quick. Cause I know I've talked about it throughout the entire podcast. Um, I did not want to give up Calvin Ridley. Like for those who have watched it, he's a hundred percent my guy. It was a big controversy when we drafted him. I needed the running back though. I had no running backs and I tried to get running backs from everyone. I tried to ask everyone in the league. No one would trade me a running back. So of course it came to Matt. Um, I overpaid a little bit. That's okay. I needed the running back. I had good wide receivers. So I traded Calvin Ridley for Kenny Walker. Um, again, I understand I overpaid. That's the situation I'm in. It's a market I'm in. So I, uh, I finally have an actual running back to play in my lineup. I, I still need a second running back, but I might do the bold thing and start Jalen Warden. We'll see. Um, but yes, uh, last segment, we're running like this is one of our longer podcasts last like month or so because we've kept them just short. So it'll be fun. fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's time for America's favorite game, Weddle. All right. So um, let me pull this up here. Um, ben, we didn't score a point, either one of us, last week. Uh, we kind of threw in the towel. So um, let's go ahead and dive into it right here. Gosh, that hurts. Oh, that is not the right page that I wanted to share. Calvin was my guy. Um, let's see here. Window. There we go. I clicked on I, I clicked on the StreamYard one, and it just kind of like mirrored everything. Super weird. Anyway, <laughs> all right. This is still disgusting. Like I'm so mad about like the change of pace. But anyway, let's go into it. Oh, so, U turn. He told me why it stalled. Anyways, let's continue. <laughs> it's cool. I, I figured I'd be a nice guy and let you have him. Anyway. Oh yeah. I'll uh I'll go forward. Um. I'm going to say Jameer Gibbs because he's going to have a big week this week. Oh, and maybe not. Awesome. All right. Yes, not. Uh, just no help. Um, no, okay. Semi-older player with a lower number. Based off the number, I'm thinking it's probably a quarterback, but it very well could just be a wide receiver with a low number. In the AFC, um, he didn't give me anything here. We're going to guess wide receiver. We're going to go Stefan Diggs. Okay. All right. Nice. Actually, okay. something. To, oh. I think I know who it is. I'm going to say Keenan Allen. Oh, no. That wouldn't make any sense, I don't think. Anyway, I don't know, I'll try it. I was going to say it made sense. I don't know what you're talking about. 
right. I thought that his so, was higher. He's thirteen or he's thirty. He's six foot one and plays wide receiver in the AFC West. AFC West is oh um, Broncos, Chiefs, or you know who it is Raiders. Oh, it's it's uh the former Packer himself. Yes, number seventeen. Nice. All right, next up, uh, hard mode. Ben, you want to go first? Try to hold on. He just said he's like uh, Matt again. So for those who kind of understood what I was saying, Ryan was the one who uh, held up the trade, and Matt was just like I tried to shatter the podcast in the process. Yeah. Um. Anyways, AJ Brown. Uh, as I go each and every week. So nice. All right. Um. Six. Um. It's not him. So I will say. He's 26. Um, it's an AFC guy. Or it's an AFC, AFC guy. defensive guy. He's 26. It could be. It could be a, a special teamer. So. Okay. All right. Linebacker. His number is also 11. So and his younger. Hmm. Of course, you picked an NFC team. Um, trying to help you out. Yeah. Right. A uh, linebacker in Tremaine Edmonds. Okay. I think that's who it is, too. Ah! Okay. I was like, oh, he's taller than I thought. Um, 59 or 49. So he's kind of. <gasps> I'm going to say. There we go, baby. I was going to say, go. I know exactly who it is. That's what I was like. Phew. But there you go. That nice. was a very unique one to put in the hard mode because I feel like Fred Warner is like the best linebacker in the NFL. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So it's been one heck of a show. We actually kind of finished on time. We can, we normally average about maybe an hour or 15. So it's pretty good. Um, anyways, Ben, any closing comments before we close out today? Um, I guess go birds. Um, prayers up for Kenneth Walker um, today. <laughs> what prayers up for Kenneth Walker who just got traded? Yeah, this, yeah well, I, I was gonna say prayers oh, yeah. up for Nick Chubb and then also prayers up for Kenny Walker. Because guess what? Yeah, I traded for Kenny Walker last year and I forgot he got hurt for the last four games of the season. Yeah, I didn't even I forgot that happened so. Hopefully, Kenny Walker doesn't get cursed again on my team. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, again, in all seriousness, prayers up for, for Nick Chubb. Hopefully, he can live a normal life because um, it was pretty brutal. Again, we didn't show it on the podcast for a reason. It's pretty gruesome if you guys you, you can find it if you guys actually want to see it. Uh, but I just hope him and his family is okay. Um, and like I said, we're a bit more active on TikTok, so keep an eye out for that. I'll be putting out at least one video, but probably two. Um, like today and tomorrow. So, or, so yeah. all right. Um, and as we speak, I just picked up uh, Zach Charbonnet for when Z- uh, Kenneth Walker tears his ACL. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, um, with that being said, yeah, prayers up to all the players that were injured this week. Hopefully, um, the Bears can actually kind of figure out how to be competent. And um, yeah, after that, thank you guys for listening and staying with us this week. 
Um, we will have plenty more to talk about this next week. Hopefully you guys gamble responsibly and, um, you know, take our advice as well for picks can pay out. Um, we did good last week. So let's, you know, hope we can make some money this week. As we go on to week three, enjoy your football this week. We want to thank um, Regional Radio Sports Network, Uppercuts Grooming, and Spotify for podcasters for helping us grow as a podcast. And as always, this has been the Pigskin Project.